God has created us to be transformed into a different creature with with a different mind. The sound mind the Word talks about is the mind of Christ. We can't worry about every bad thing going on in the world. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby would like your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. Good morning. Merry Christmas. Are you happy today? Okay, I want to encourage everybody today, and I want to start by asking you all a question. The question is, are you out of your mind? Are you out of your mind? Over the next six or five or six minutes, I'm going to try to convince you that you are either already out of your mind or you need to be. Romans chapter 12, verse 2, the Apostle Paul says this, Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then you will be able to test and approve of what God's will is, his good pleasing and perfect will. Now let's talk about the world as it is presented to us today. The economy stinks. Unemployment is at its highest level in a generation. We're trillions of dollars in debt. We're at war with Afghanistan and Iraq. There's a crazy North Korean and an Iranian dictator who has nuclear power. AIDS and hunger and poverty threaten entire nations. Gay marriage is approaching acceptance. Abortion is still legal. Our environment is being challenged by global warming. Corruption invades our political systems around the world. And that's just the news last night. So here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that when Paul said, don't conform to the pattern of this world, he wasn't just talking about becoming worldly or callous to immorality or falling into worldly temptation. I think he was also referring to just seeing the world through the eyes of the world. And what I mean by that is all this bad stuff that's going on in the world comes at us nonstop these days, every hour on the hour from a dozen different sources. And it seems that the world shoves itself at us so hard that we have no choice but to receive it just as it's presented. So it's no wonder that there's so much fear and anxiety and depression And hopelessness and all the things that we know are not manufactured in the kingdom of God. The word says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So what's the answer? We turn off the TV, the computer, the cell phone. No, I don't think that that's what Paul is saying. He didn't say ignore the world. He didn't say bury our head in the sand. He said, don't conform to it. This is the place where the word makes it clear that we're different from the world. It says that because we've accepted Christ, that we can begin to renew our mind. And the word actually says that we can have the mind of Christ. And I can't imagine having the mindset of Christ and spending 
any time at all worrying about or spending time reacting to all of these troubling things going on in the world. He has called us to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. You know, a caterpillar can't fly, but it was born to do it. When it goes into a cocoon, it emerges as a butterfly. It transforms into what it was destined to be. And even when it was a caterpillar, it had the DNA to become a a butterfly. The transformation revealed the character of what it was created to be. And it's the same way with us. God has created us to be transformed into a different creature with with a different mind. The sound mind the Word talks about is the mind of Christ. We can't worry about every bad thing going on in the world. We certainly can't let what's going on in the world influence our every decision. God has everything under control. And by faith, we can see the world today as Christ sees it. We can stand on the promises he's given us to thrive and to prosper in spite of anything the world can throw at us. What I'm saying is we need to live out of our mind. We need to start living in the power and the confidence of the mind of Christ. The world says, I'm a mess. The mind of Christ says, I know. It always has been. The world says things are getting worse and worse, and sooner or later it's going to ruin your life. The mind of Christ says, by the grace of God, I'm saved. I'm redeemed, and I'm a child of the king, and I'm not afraid of the world or anything in it. The world says nothing can be done to change the hopeless state we're in. And the mind of Christ says all things are possible to them that love the Lord. And he who lives in me has overcome the world. My hope is in Jesus Christ, my Lord and my Savior. Will you do something for me this morning? Will you just turn to the person next to you and say, you're out of your mind. And the other person should say, thank you. Did you know that God rewards his children for obedience? Up next, when we serve others, are generous and obedient, blessings will follow. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. What's less than two inches big, fully rechargeable, and comes in three sporty colors? It's Nebo Tools Micro Pocket Light. Impossibly bright and unbelievably small, the Micro features six unique light modes, including the 400 lumen turbo mode and three LED color lighting options, red, green, and white light, to accommodate any situation. The Micro is small enough to conceal in your hand or fit on your key ring. This powerful pocket light even comes with a stainless steel necklace chain to keep this light with you wherever you go. Choose red, black, or silver to match your personal style. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the tiny yet powerful micro pocket light at batteries plus bulbs outlets in hardware stores everywhere and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. I want to talk about giving from from a perspective that's rarely talked about. And that is to ponder this question. What expectations should we have concerning our giving? Well, I tend to believe 
what Mr. Ruskin says right here. He says, the highest reward for a person's toil is not what they get for it, but what they become by it. I think we all believe that's true. Whatever we throw ourselves into, we believe makes us stronger, makes us wiser. But the question still remains, is that still all we are to expect from our giving? Let me share something with you from the Word. In the Gospels, the Lord says this, I tell you the truth. No one who has left home or brothers or sisters or mothers or fathers or children or fields for me and the gospel will fail to receive a hundred times as much in this present age and with them persecutions and in the age to come eternal life. But many who are first will be last and the last first. Well, it so happens that the Lord said this to his disciples right after his encounter with the rich young ruler, who, if you recall, wanted to join up with Jesus, but when faced with the decision of giving up everything he had, he couldn't do it, and he walked away. But I'm fascinated by this passage because I believe it destroys any notion that people, some people would say or some teachings would have us believe that we are never to serve God with an eye toward reward. That all serving and giving is meant to be without any expectations. Well, let me tell you something. I think God knows us better than that. He knows that we're creatures who desire results from our actions in our life's work. And I believe that He tailor-made our destinies with lots of promises and incentives attached. In this passage of Scripture that I referred to, he tells us that the sacrifice of walking away from family and work to pursue the gospel will result in a hundredfold reward in this present age. He didn't say how it would come and in what area of life it would emerge. But honestly, with a promise like that, did it really make any difference? The point is, the Lord used reward and incentive to motivate His disciples all the time. He talks about it at least nine times in the Sermon on the Mount alone. So as we grow in our relationship with the Lord, it's not a selfish act to have the expectations of His blessings and His rewards. God wants us to. He expects us to live in anticipation of the good things that He has plans for us. The Word says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, plans to give you hope in a future. And we need to be clear that His rewards have nothing to do with God needing to bless us because of anything that we've done. Because listen to me, we can't work our way into position to deserve anything from Him. It's very important not to forget this point. God is a debtor to no man. You can go on all the mission trips and teach all the Sunday school classes. You can. And it won't make a difference in the owing department. Because the ledger would always be so lopsided, it wouldn't be any point to it. God is a debtor to no one. 
but he is extravagant with his promises and his rewards, especially to those who serve him and are faithful and those he loves. And the word Hebrews chapter 11 is known as the faith chapter. And the author talks about the great heroes of the faith here, and he mentions many of them by name, Noah, Abraham, Moses. And toward the end of the chapter, he says this, What more can I say? I don't have time to tell you about all the other ones who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, shut the mouths of lions, quenched the fury of flames, escaped the edge of the sword, whose weakness was turned into strength, and who became powerful in battle. You see, all those heroes of the faith, the ones who were challenged, the ones who were persecuted, the ones who went through so many trials, God prospered them. And he gave them many victories in their life while they lived here on earth. And even doing that, God made it clear to them that they didn't even come close to receiving their ultimate reward while living on earth. You see, when we give of ourselves, when we serve others, when we're obedient and generous with our giving, we have every reason to believe that the blessings of God will follow. We may not know when he's going to do it, where it's going to happen, or what area of our life it will arise. But God is true to his promises, and the blessings will come. The cost of being faithful may be great, but it will never outweigh the benefits of pursuing Christ first in our life. Serving God is an investment with unparalleled returns. And it's our Father's joy for us to humbly accept His extravagant, extravagant rewards in this life and certainly in the one to come. So this morning, I want to encourage you to pursue Christ with all your heart and then live each day expecting something good to happen. Nothing pleases the Lord more than knowing that we trust and depend on Him. Stay tuned to learn how you can trust God to do a work in your life and in your finances. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Sometimes you discover something that's so ultra cool and handy that it just screams, you need this. Meet the Nebo Tools Slim. This is a thin, ergonomic, rechargeable pocket light that puts out 500 lumens of intense bright light. This isn't like any flashlight you've ever seen, and it's shaped like your cell phone. A task light and flashlight, the Slim fits, hangs, or sits just about anywhere. Fully dimmable with power memory recall. The ultra cool Slim pocket light features a pocket clip, collapsible hanging hook, and powerful magnet base for convenient hands-free lighting. This light will prove so handy 
candy that you don't want to go anywhere without it. The Slim, just one of the many reasons why Nebo is the leader in lighting innovation. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the ultra-cool and handy Slim at Batteries Plus Bulbs Outlets in hardware stores everywhere and online at nebotools.com. That's N-E-B-O tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order. At work, home, or play, for the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the bright side. All right, go Rangers, go Cowboys. Praise the Lord. (laughs) But get happy. Moment, but first, I want to encourage a few people who might be going through a difficult financial situation right now. Because you know, for almost all of us, it's not a matter of if we're going to experience some financial problems from time to time, but when we're going to have them. And I know that I speak often of how important it is for us to be faithful in our giving. But today I want to focus on how faithful God is in regard to our finances. And the way I'm going to do that is by simply telling you some fishing stories. Now, do we have any men or women out there who like to fish? A few? Well, I have to confess that even though our company does make some products for fishing, I'm not much of a fisherman. Uh, But I do like this advice that I heard given from a mother to her daughter before she was married. She said, cook a man a fish and feed him for a day. But teach a man to fish and you can get rid of him for the whole weekend. (laughs) Maybe my wife would like it if I took up fishing. But but the fish stories that I want to talk about aren't just any fish stories. Because they were orchestrated by none other than our Lord Jesus himself. And I believe that the Lord always had a reason and a purpose for everything he did. Do you believe that? So Jesus was standing in a boat by the shore preaching one time. And after he finished, he told Peter to go out into the deeper water and cast the nets. Well, Peter proceeded to tell the Lord that they had already been out there all night and they didn't catch anything. But Peter said, because you say so, I will let down the nets. And you remember the rest of the story. When they did, they caught so many fish that they called over another boat to help them. And both boats were loaded down so much with fish that they almost sank. Well, if you take a closer look at what happened there, Peter had informed the Lord that they, who were professional fishermen, had come up empty. And although the Lord could have provided food for them a number of different ways. He did it by telling them to go back to work, to just do what they always do, go fishing. But this time to do it in his name. And Peter said, because you said so, Lord. And when they did that, the Lord provided more than what was needed for them and for himself. The next fish story is hardly ever talked about. And it happens to also involve Peter. So when a couple of tax collectors asked Peter if he paid his taxes, Peter answered yes. And then he went to report this to the Lord. And the Lord, who obviously wasn't too worried about the tax bill, told Peter to go fishing. And when he caught his first fish, 
he was to open his mouth and he would find a gold coin that was enough to pay the Lord's tax as well as Peter's. Well, the first thing that comes to mind when I read this story is that Jesus must have really liked to mess with Peter. Because I can just see Peter asking him to repeat the instructions. And by the way, do you know what kind of fish it was Peter was fishing for? Goldfish. Think about it. But when you look closer at this event again, you find that the Lord instructed Peter to do what he already knew how to do, go fishing. And when he followed the Lord's instructions, his needs were not only met, but also the needs of the Lord. So listen, here's what these fish stories have to do with you and your financial issues today. Peter was a fisherman. And the Lord used what he did and what he knew to teach him to trust him to provide his needs. And so whatever your needs are, you're supposed to go fishing or go sell cars or real estate or insurance or teach or nurse or do whatever it is that you know how to do at the same time trusting God to provide and meet your needs. And you can stand firm in your purpose and you can trust God to do a work in your life and in your finances. Nothing pleases the Lord more than knowing that we trust him and depend on him. And I believe the Lord actually gets what he needs from us through our acts of trust and obedience. Don't you think the Lord really enjoyed eating the fish that night of the big catch because of Peter's obedience? And I believe the Lord got more joy out of paying his taxes because of Peter's obedience to go fishing. The word says, let the Lord be magnified who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. Sometimes our nets are going to be empty. And sometimes we may not know how we're going to pay our taxes. But God wants to bless us. And he wants to bless us in a way that reveals his greatness to us. And to do that, we have to trust God right where we are, knowing what we know how to do, we have to be willing to go fishing. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, 
a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484.